Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Possum, the official podcast of the Raccoon's Den. I'm Bandit, and today I've got... Flash. And... Hi, I'm Clocky. Today we're talking about the fandom image, and I know that that's a very uh, sensitive subject, but uh, we're going to start with Flash, since I'm pretty sure he'd have a lot to say about it, and he's very down-to-earth, so... Flash, uh, you got the floor on this one. What do you think about the fandom's image? Like, what's, what's your view on it? I think it's within the person that views it to decide whether or not they're going to judge it or not. So it's not the image that we portray, it's what people see of us. Now, you've been in the fandom for about a, only a few years or so, like three or four or so, hasn't it been? Yes. And... You're, you're, you love the Phantom, right? Do you like, you're cool with it? Yeah, I love it. Now, is there anything you think that people could do in the Phantom that's different? As far as, like, the Phantom image goes, there's people who are concerned with, like, how furries look to the media. A lot of us are, like, worried that, you know, we won't be supported by our parents and our friends if we tell them, you know, hey, I'm a furry. Because it's all, it's about it to us, to many of us, it's almost as serious as, you know, coming out of the closet. Which, no. I don't, I don't think it's that serious, to be honest. I don't really think that's being a furry is as serious as your sexuality. I mean, it depends on the person. Some will take it that seriously. I don't. Um, what do you think about it, Clocky? Being a furry is absolutely not as serious as being being gay or transgender or anything like that. Uh, being furry is a choice. You're not born that way. Um, and it, it's it's actually insulting to, the, to those minorities that need to... Um, that need to treat their identity with care because walking around with like neon green ears and a fluffy rainbow tail calling yourself scritchy McYiff butt that's not that is not no that is not as serious as those other topics you do not need to come out as a furry scritchy McYiff butt <laughs> now talking about the phantom image um it's obvious in the media People think that furries are, like, weirdos that dress up in animal costumes and, like, dry hump and, and, and conventions and, like... I mean, yeah, that's everywhere. It's It's been on CSI, it's been on a bunch of drama shows. I mean, when my sister... When my sister knew, like, found out that I was a furry, like, it's just... Obviously, I didn't come out. I was just like, oh, hey, check out this new thing I'm into. And she was like, oh, oh, that's gross. You prob You probably, like take giant horse cock. Well, she, no, she didn't, she didn't say that. Oh, she didn't but... actually say, okay, I was about to say, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she, that's basically what she implied, though. Like, she, she was gr actually gr visibly grossed out when I said that I was furry, but I don't really care. Like, there, we have this image for a reason. The furry fandom was built on a fetish, whether you like it or not. No, it's not. What do you, okay, so, wait, so you don't think it is? What do you think no. it's, what do you think it's built off of? It's built off of, like, nerds getting together talking about different personas of theirs. It's, it's a fandom, not a fetish. You have to understand, that's still a big, crucial part. When you really look at it from, you know, when you're inside the fandom, when you, people are on the outside, they get, like, a view of it that, you know, it's still misunderstood, but there's people on the inside of the fandom who know exactly what this fandom's about. For people who have been around the block enough times, they know what it's like, and... I mean, guess I guess I mean I guess you're right. It's really not a fetish. It's not based on that. But I mean, I don't know. I've just seen a lot of things in this fandom, like, and, and then I start to get a mixed review about it too. Being a furry is different for everyone. Everyone definitely has different reasons for for being part of the fandom, and a big part of it is about expressing yourself. But 
there has to be a reason why this this image that we have this this perverse image is thriving that it's that it's something we haven't been able to get rid of it's it's the reason why there's so much like news coverage coverage and I'll admit there's been a lot of good news coverage lately but um you know TV shows in the past like I said CSI and stuff they all touch on the subject of furry sexuality and there's also there also has to be a reason why an old balding guy with a PhD has to lecture big roomfuls of furries at conventions on how to behave in front of a camera. That's there's there's a reason behind that. It's everyone is actively trying to hide a part that's that's unden like something that's undeniably a part of our fandom. Now to think that oh well, this one specific group is perfect or that's all it's all shit. Well, it's not necessarily like that. I mean, there's some groups out there that lean more towards one than the that lean more towards one than the other. I think the fandom is what you make it out to be. Yeah. You have to be a very powerful mind in order to convince people that to open their mind in order to see it. They're going to see it the way they're going to see it. And they're going to make it look bad because that's what draws attention to it. And people feed off drama, naturally. Yeah. So... There is absolutely nothing wrong with having a sexual aspect to their fandom because every fandom has boatloads of porn. Like, have you seen My Little Pony? Bronies are basically like a sub sub fandom of of furries. Like, it, it's... I wouldn't know. Well, may, I don't know about that in particular, but I mean, some could say that, some might not. But I mean, it's like a neighbor of the fandom. That's that's what bronies are. And then there's you know Star Trek fandom. There's like the Power Rangers fandom, if that even exists. The Filk fandom. I mean, yeah, there's the Filk fandom, the Power Rangers fandom, the Star Trek fandom, the Star Wars fandom. Now you're just slapping the word fandom at the end of things. What would you call it then? Fanship? Friendship is depressing? Yeah. Why would you say that? Because I'm all lonely and stuff. There's absolutely nothing wrong with the neg with any negative image that is associated with the furry fandom. Um, Elaborate it's... on that a little bit. The fuck bestiality. <laughs> You'd be surprised that people are crazy here. But we're not all crazy. Like that's the. Th I think that's what people. I mean, people. But are it's a community where people are crazy, and there's most are not, but people are crazy, just in general, and you can't put things past people. Do you trust everybody. But the thing, the thing is, though, people are so hung up about protecting the fandom image. Like, why do you even care what people think about us? Like. Okay, so if you don't want if you don't want your family to judge you or like if you think being a furry is going to get you kicked out of the house or whatever. I mean, that's not I mean, that's not going to happen. Okay, maybe it might it's, it's it has happened to a couple people. We've seen I've seen it a few times, but it's like there's like a 2% chance it's going to happen to you. It's if you I mean, if you get kicked out of the house for being a for being a furry, then it's it then you're either you're either the extreme one or your parents are. People are afraid that being a furry will get them fired from work, which your personal life shouldn't be involved with your work life. Yeah, anyway. it really shouldn't. Um, These are things you're supposed to leave at home. Like, my folks, they, they know I'm a furry. They don't really care that I'm a furry. I mean, they, at first they thought it was weird. They didn't understand it. But they gave me the chance to explain it to them. And when they noticed, they, when they noticed that, I hung, that a lot of the friends I have now are furries, including the people I've grown up with, like Andre and Daniel, when they realized that we were all furries, they're like, well, we loved you then, so why can't we love you now? So, they're okay with it. Flash, like, have you told anybody in your family or in your per close personal friends that you're a furry? Yeah. 
And how do they react to it? It's me. They react to it like it's everything else that I'm into. Into a lot of stuff, not just furry. They don't judge you, they don't look at you any differently just because you're a furry. No, just like they don't look at me any differently because I'm a nerd. I got one thing on my mind right now, and that's fucking peanut butter. I can't stop fucking thinking about peanut butter, and I keep getting distracted, and that's why I keep flying off fucking topic. Because peanut butter is stuck in my goddamn brain. I like peanut butter. I like Jeff, because I'm a choosy bitch. Jeff sounds like Jeff. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even funny. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, furry humor. You guys are fucking ridiculous. Head <laughs> dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was fake laughter. But yeah, that was fake laughter. Right. That was that was fake laughter on my part. Oh yo 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 yo! That's how I actually laugh. Oh yo 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 yo! I ruined the word "not" for all of my non-furry friends. Oh, I get it. <laughs> We've been going at this all day, and. Right now we're just tired, so I think I'm leaving. All right, so, yeah, Andre's leaving. Right, Flash, Flash is leaving right now, so I guess that means we're gonna leave now too. So um, that concludes this episode of Possum, and uh, be sure to subscribe for more. And we'll see you next time. Clock, you want to close this out? I don't even know how to close this. My anaconda don't want to record this podcast anymore. Thank you.